You are listening to the Anchor Podcast version of the Open Line Radio Show. This show is edited. Uh, Mr. Bochamp, how you doing out there? Just give us a complete update of what's going on. We love and we miss you. How are you, Sister Khadija? I hope all is well with the family and everybody is okay. And I'm happy to be back on the show this morning to give you an update on Till. Um, I know you've been watching all the recent news developments in the Till case, but on June 21st, on the anniversary of the three civil rights workers case, um, I led a five-member search with the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation, Deborah Watts, who's the co-founder and family member of Emmett Till, Terry Watts, who's a daughter, and Terry's fiance, Khalil Rashid, and our um, ambassador for the organization, um, uh, Melissa Ernest. And we all led this search in the, um, I, I guess I could say the historic Greenwood County Courthouse in Greenwood, Mississippi. And we located the outstanding warrant of Carolyn Bryant Dunham. Uh, we, lo- we actually did a search in the circuit clerk court's office, thanks to Elmas Stocksdale. I have to tip my hat off to him for allowing us to come search. But we did an exhaustive search, and within an hour and a half, um, we located the a, a 67-year-old warrant that should have been served to Carolyn Bryant Dunham back in 1955. And so, of course, with this new discovery, there's been a chain of events and a whole new movement to make sure that justice prevails in Emmett's case. Ooh, that, uh, that, that is superb. Uh, and the importance of this warrant uh, is to ar- arrest her and send her to jail. She's pretty... Old is uh, is that well, what we want to what we want to do? Being that she was the start of of uh, having Emmett kill. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what we would like to do. Yes. Um, well, the thing is, is that you know, no one was truly aware that the warrant actually existed, and when we located the warrant, it not only had her name on this warrant. It also had the names of, of, of J.W. Malum and her husband, Roy Bryant. And oh. I, if you look at the warrant, they had two checks that basically identified and acknowledged that Roy and J.W. was actually arrested, but Carolyn Bryant didn't have a check by her name. And she wasn't, in, in the words of the sheriff at that time, she wasn't in her in the county for her to be arrested. And so it is very interesting that whenever we think that things are falling apart with this case, yes. something happens to revive it. And so we're fighting to make sure that the DA, DA um, Dwayne Richardson, um, move forward um, quickly with this warrant and served this warrant, something they should have done back in 1955, for the kidnapping of Emmett Till. Mm. And so, as we all know, Emmett Till was brutally murdered. Mm. And so, now that this warrant exists, 
with, um, you know, with, and, and with this warrant, and this is how important it is, with this warrant, you also had the affidavit, which shows probable cause that the prosecutors found out, signed off on it to even get this warrant issued. And so to have that, not only just the warrant, but the affidavit as well, and it had the minutes behind it, um, it really establishes that there was enough evidence to get Carolyn Bryant in 1955, but unfortunately, because of chivalrous impulse, local law enforcement and officials at that time decided not to serve her this warrant because she was a young mother with children to take care of. Uh. And so now we're putting a fire under everything that's just been discovered to make sure that D.A. Richardson, who has the power to move this case forward, there's no one else. The federal government stepped away from it, saying that there was no jurisdiction for them to continue on with the investigation. And even just recently, you heard the announcement of the AG's office in the state of Mississippi stating that they didn't have any plans to prosecute Carolyn. And so I just want to be clear with everyone and so that everyone understands that the power to move this case forward is not in the hands of the federal government at this point, nor is it in the hands of the state of Mississippi AG's office. It all, it all falls in the hands of the local DA, um, Dwayne Richardson. And so we're, we're asking him and we're urging him to act on this warrant immediately. And if he doesn't, we'll take proper precautions behind the scenes, legal remedies to, to move things forward. Brother Keith, I want to just introduce you briefly. Uh, people know Brother Keith Beauchamp, who hailed from the Baton Rouge area, started yes. out, we, we like to say he started out with Sister Khadija and Brother Oscar and Brother <laughs> Darryl. We like to say yeah. that we want to claim that, that credit to our film credit. Uh, That's right. Prolific. Uh, filmmaker uh, mm -hmm. who did the whole investigative uh, situation around the Emmett Till case that broke open the story that got it looked at in a way that uh, no other looked at it and we want to thank you always for your good work uh, you also hosted a TV series on the Discovery Channel I think it's uh, investigative um, uh, you oh, yeah. it? Investigation Discovery yes sir yes, yes sir Keith Bochamp who you know, a native, a brother from Louis, we like to refer to our brothers who doing the yeoman work. And Sister Khadija uh, have always uplifted you. And whenever we saw your picture, you, or you're down there at Southern University Law School uh, giving out a seminar, we, we definitely salute you, my brother. So just to give people a background on who Keith Bochamp is. Ma brother Keith Bochamp. And Mr. Keith Bochamp. You okay? Okay, I mean... It's a complex. We got a lawyer in the house. Let us settle. Uh, yeah. Attorney Duwanda, you want, you got a question? Well, I, okay. well, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to find out. So we know who dropped the ball. That we know their names and everything. So evidently, uh, because they didn't do what they were uh, supposed to do and was paid to do. Uh, they don't get no no slap on the wrist. They don't get nothing um, behind not arresting not arresting Carolyn. Well, unfortunately, Sister Khadija, um, those who were involved with the investigation 
1955, many of them are no longer alive. In fact, all of them are, have, are deceased now, those who were involved with issuing the war, including the judge at the time. And so no one, I guess what has happened, no one expected anyone to go into the courthouse to search for these documents. It's a shame that it took a team of laymen, if you want to call us that, um, to go in and do a job that even I have to throw my, you know, some of my friends under the bus with this, even that the federal government, um, the FBI and the local authorities should have done, not only in 1955, but in the recent investigations. But because I was so involved with the investigation of 2004 to 2007, I knew that something could possibly be at that courthouse. Uh, so with the urging, um, the urging, of um, Deborah Watts and Melissa Ernest, who began talking about this warrant again, um, put it back on my mind. We decided to do the search uh, with the help of our attorney, Jeribu Hill, who organized for the search for, to happen. Um, we went in and, and we thought, we actually allocated three days to do this search because I went into the courthouse initially early March and I just really was discouraged because there was so many files everywhere, boxes known everywhere. Um, this is the historic courthouse um, where Roy and J.W. Milan was held back in 1955. So it used to be a county jail as well as the sheriff's department was located in this courthouse. And so since the late 80s has been abandoned, um, that side of the courthouse used to say, it's an active court, courthouse, is still active. But, you know, when I went in initially, it was just so much, so many files that got discouraged. And I said I would come back with a team and we did that. And oh, we were yes, able to find, we were able to find this warrant within an hour and a half. Being yeah. there. Yes, indeed. And congratulations to y'all hard work. We really, oh, we really so proud of y'all. Now, let me ask you this. Since, uh, since uh, Emmett was, was brutally murdered and uh, Mammy, uh, his mother, uh, she died. Uh, uh, is there any way to sue Carolyn since she lived a, a, a productive, elderly, senior citizen life uh, for monies um, uh, that could go? I, I don't mm -hmm. know where it would go at to maybe uh, the Till mm -hmm. Estate. I mean, I don't know. I'm yeah. not. Well, there is there there is there's family members around, of course. Um, there is a Till estate, um, but early on, looking at this case, we found that a lot of those avenues was exhausted. Um, statute of limitations were up, but since this this release of this memoir, it may have opened doors for us to revisit those avenues again, because I'm sure you heard about the memoirs that was released recently. So Carolyn Bryant was actually writing a memoir about her involvement with the Till case. And so I've read that memoir and it just proves what I've, I've been saying for years, that Carolyn Bryant is culpable for the kidnapping and murder of Emmett Lewis Till, and she should not uh, continue to evade justice. Justice must prevail in this case at this moment. Yes, what, what little we have left. 
and uh, it, 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 it's ironic that um, we, we, we're here in 2022, and the still the courage that Mammy had uh, to open up the coffin for her baby, that is still supersedes anything that we've seen, even with the horrific killings out of Uvalde. They didn't. They don't want the, the, the They didn't want the coffin to be open. So, uh, we still. Uh, have to uplift um, uh, Mammy for doing something that I, I was unheard of. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Mother Mobley was the impetus of me getting involved with the case. You know, without her and without the legacy of her son, it would be no Keith Goshop. I worked alongside of, alongside of Mother Mobley for eight and a half years until she unfortunately passed away, until her last breath. She fought for 47 years to get justice done for Emmett. Oh. And so this work that we're doing is only an extension of what we started and what she started. And I have to, I would be remiss not to mention Mr. Simeon Wright, the cousin of Emmett Hill, the late Simeon Wright, who shared the bed with Emmett the day, and that was so, or should, should I say the morning he was abducted. Mm. Now, Mr. Wright actually took over um, the role of Mother Mobley when she passed away to make sure that we continue to fight. And since his passing in um, September of, of, of 2017, um, right after we got the case reactivated a second time, um, since his passing, um, Deborah Watts has stepped up and filled that void to speak out for the family and to make sure that we continue to fight for justice. So. This is all, um, you know, just divine intervention, I would say, in many ways, because so many things are happening right now. As you probably know, my film, Until, that I've been working on for 29 years, is actually um, releasing in theaters October 7th. And that was just the second platform that I had to press forward this case and to bring world awareness about what the need to get justice and to go after the remaining suspect in this case, and that's Karen O'Brien Dunham. Yes. Got any uh, tidbits that you want to release about the, the film, the movie, or uh, who stars in the movie, or who portrays someone? Uh, I, I hear Whoopi Goldberg was involved. I don't know any. If they yeah. change, they got the dyna dynamics change all the time. <laughs> no, um, the dynamics is real. Okay. Um, but um, my partnership with Whoopi Goldberg, Fred Zolo, Barbara Broccoli, um, all together. Um, Danielle Denwaller is playing Mother Mobley and is being directed by a wonderful director, Chinoya Chiku. Okay. And so I'm extremely happy that I finally reached this milestone in getting the story of Emmett Till produced as a narrative feature to help bring even more awareness about this case in hopes that it would set up a justice-seeking atmosphere so that justice could finally prevail. So um, be on the lookout yes. on, on, on next week, actually Monday. There's going to be a number of things happening surrounding the film and so the advertisement of the film. So I'm so excited to bring that, um, bring this new um, information for not just information but news this new news yes. <laughs> for because I'm, I'm truly excited to oh, be able yes. to bring this this story um in this manner i mean filmmakers don't have a chance 
um, often to tell a story that um, they're very passionate, that they're passionate about yes. not only one time, but two times. Two times. And I've been blessed to be able to do yes. that. Yes. And, and another thing, Mr. Keith Bochamp, brother, uh, if, if you need somebody else to like uh, uh, be an actress, I, I know the story. <laughs> I could play the part. Uh, you, you just send me, the, I don't even need a script. That's how good I know it. You had a sign release with me. That's right. But Sister Khadija, if, if we decide to do a third Emmett Till movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's in the third I'll one. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. All right, because we look, we look alike. Me and Mammy Till, we really look alike. Okay. Yes, indeed. Well, well, Brother Bochamp, uh, you know, we got this segment with the Ask a Lawyer, and we just want to get you on and give an update. We don't want to take no more of your valuable time, but we are blessed to have you here on the radio KIEE 88.3 FM. Always, we always have the most informative guests on, the most dynamic, impactful guests on, and we appreciate you, brother. And when you're coming back to Baton Rouge, when you're coming back down home. Well, you know what? We're going to talk about that because I'm going to host a screening in Baton Rouge. Okay. So we need to get together red and, carpet, and, red carpet. and talk about it. Yeah, I'm looking to do a red carpet premiere in, in Baton Rouge. Okay. So it, I'll keep you informed and, okay. and, and update it. But I want to thank you all for providing this platform and, and your continuous fight to make sure our voices is heard. You've done, done so much for the community. So I thank you for this platform and the opportunity. And do you and do you get one of those uh one of them star? I mean, you know how other people like to like to uh get be acknowledged with a star, a plaque, or whatever on the on some walk on the sidewalk. Uh, now, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, y'all have a star there? Working on it. I know they're working on it. Look, look, I, I um. I don't, I don't, I'm not too fond about awards. I don't do this for yes. awards. Right. But, you know, if, if I should receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, <laughs> that would be a great thing. Okay. But um, I, I'm happy just reaching our people and educating them yes. about the struggle that still continues and the importance to make sure that justice prevails yes. in the Emmett Hill case. So, Thank you, everyone. And Thank please, you. let me chat this out right quick. We have a petition going around, and I would like to ask your listeners to please sign this petition. If you text Emmett, E-M-M-E-T-T, um, at two, the number 243725. Again, 243725. If you text it to 243725, the name Emmett. You can, you'll be able to sign the petition. So we're asking everyone to support and sign the petition. And again, thank you for your time. Yes, I'm signing in thank when we so finish much, with the show. Thank you so much, Mr. Brother thank Keith you. Uh, uh, Bochamp. Outstanding, <laughs> right. superb uh, activist. Thank you so very much. <laughs>